Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show. The Twist. Welcome to The Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. And today we're going to talk about the arrest of Evan Gershkovich. Evan is a journalist who works for the Wall Street Journal. And he was working in Russia where he was arrested and he has now formally been charged with espionage. And Biden has already been on the phone trying to secure his release. And if you go through the US media, you'll read such stories as Evan was suffering for doing a job he loved, how he adored life in Russia. But I'm gonna give you a little different viewpoint here. If you read the US media, you're going to read stories such as how he's doing his job and how tragic this is that a journalist would be arrested now in Russia and put in jail and how unjust it is and just despicable on the part of the Russians. So today I wanna to talk about the Russian viewpoint because it was said that Evan was there to interview Russians and give their viewpoint, but really it's a one-sided viewpoint. And on this show, I love to come in and show the opposing sides. So I want to show you how the Russians view Evan and how what he was doing was not so great in their eyes. And not only that, the U.S. right now is in a proxy war with Russia. So you have to think of the Russian mindset now. The U.S. and the Western countries are all trying to completely take Russia down through sanctions and through other methods to immobilize the population, essentially, economically, and all because of the conflict in Ukraine. But if you listen to the propaganda machine, the US propaganda, the Western propaganda machine, you hear a lot of the same terms, Russian aggression, Russia war machine. And when you read Evans articles, you see that he also toes the propaganda line. So let's take a peek at some of Evans articles. In this one that Evan wrote for the Wall Street Journal, Evan states, the third paragraph down, this is the only chance to somehow ease your soul, said Olga Zemima, who has visited the site three times. It's been nearly a year since my country began killing people in a neighboring country. It's a pain that isn't going away. So you see, from just this particular article, this idea of Russia just going in and killing and the Russians as murderers, just indiscriminately going into Ukraine and killing, when this isn't the case at all. This is a conflict that dates back probably pre-2008, but let's say to 2008, and there were many lines drawn in the sand concerning Ukraine wanting to become a member of NATO, 
There was a puppet government that was instilled in Ukraine by the US, the Maidan rallies that were funded by George Soros. There was many attempts with Russia trying to get in on an agreement with the European Union and Ukraine and always just poo-pooed, basically dissed. I guess that's a better word for it. Russia was dissed. And there were certain international agreements that were not abided by on the part of the Western countries. And you have to think that Ukraine is a bordering country for Russia with a good deal of Russian citizens within the eastern part, within the Donbass region. So this is far more involved, but if you listen to US propaganda, you get the same terms. And we begin to see that Evan was repeating a lot of these terms. So let's look at another article by Evan, and you're gonna see why Evan is now in the pokey in Russia. So Mrs. Zimama keeps speaking in this article, and he states, a photography lab worker, Miss Zimima, considered emigrating, but has elderly parents to care for, she said. After the Nipro apartment strike, she said she mulled writing an anti-war message on a poster and taking it to Red Square, but then sobered up at the thought that she would be detained for doing so and forced to pay a fine, which she said would go towards supporting the Russian war machine. I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do, she said through tears. I can't stop the war. So we see Evan repeating again the Russia war machine and this fine that would be levied. Russia is in a major crisis right now because of the West. This is a major crisis when you have a good portion of the world's population that wants you destroyed. So it is protecting its own country and it doesn't want the propaganda that is in the West now coming into its country, very protective. Unlike the United States, which we give so much freedom of expression that we have riots and other forms of lawlessness I mean, just look at the other forms of lawlessness. Russia prevents that. And it's not using a Western mindset, but we have this whole contradiction on what is democratic and what constitutes a democracy. And we want to export it everywhere when what Russia's doing is just being protective of its population and not wanting certain cancers to enter that can cause some of the rioting and issues that they're seeing happening in the United States. So here's another article by Evan. Evan in this article also cites the account of Alexei Zerlinskis, if I pronounce that correctly, after she brandished a poster reading, Ukrainians are brothers to us, not enemies, and how she was sentenced in a detention center and how the Russian Interior Ministry and the Moscow branch didn't respond to requests for comments. And this is, in my opinion, this is Russia protecting its country from the propaganda that's now throughout the West 
because it doesn't want that cancer spreading. And you have to imagine that this country is now on the defensive because you not only have the actions of the Western nations and then the trying to completely cancel Russian culture, but also you have the media, which is a propaganda machine. And so that's why you see these kinds of stories, but the West just capitalizes and portrays Russia as this dire, restricted, no freedom place to live. So let's look at another article by Evan. And again, we're going to see why he landed himself in the pokey and why he should have never gone to Russia and how stupid that was on his part because the dumbest thing that he did was go to Russia. So first, with what he writes. So let's look a little bit more and see how the Russian leaders are most likely, those within the government, as Americans come in, are reading this. So let's see what else he has written in the Wall Street Journal. The Kremlin's suppression of political dissent, which started in earnest even before the war, has left behind a leaderless and embattled opposition that struggles to find support among most Russians. Further up, the pilgrimages, while modest, are a striking act of sustained defiance in the wake of a crackdown on Russia's anti-war movement. The wave of repression has seen dozens arrested, thousands detained, and opposition leaders jailed or forced to flee the country along with tens of thousands of their compatriots. Bursts of protests after the start of the war last February and again in the wake of the mobilization of 300,000 reservists last autumn were put down swiftly. I would have to check Evan's sources on that, but I can tell you that more than likely that's just U.S. propaganda that all of this is happening in Russia. Now, I'm speaking that I to let you know as a journalist that I've not checked out his story to see if that were in fact the case. But based on my research thus far and my awareness of U.S. propaganda, propaganda, I would say that that's fiction and is not true and is not what's happening in Russia. That's part of the propaganda machine to lead you to believe that the Russians don't even like their own country. And the few Russians that I have interviewed, that's not the case at all. They love Russia. Expats that are there love Russia. That's what I'm hearing. They love Russia. They love the fact that they don't have in Russia the woke culture that's happening in the West. And they love the fact that they can feel safe. And it's a beautiful country. And they're not as hit by sanctions as is being reported by the U.S. propaganda machine. You see, the U.S. propaganda machine and the Western propaganda machine want you to think that you're on the winning side, that this proxy war that's being waged by America, that you're on the winning side because Russia's a bad country, bad Russia. Russia needs a spanking. Russia is so bad. Russia is bad. That's what they want you to think. Russia is bad and we are supposed to be harming the Russians because Russian government is so bad. And that's not the case. That's propaganda. 
So let's look at another article and then we will, you'll have a better understanding about Evan's fate possibly. Talking about a Russian soldier who says, I didn't think about anything other than how we ended up in this mess. The drafty recalled of the cleanup job. Days later, he was sent to the trenches where he hunkered down, gripping his Soviet-era rifle while under artillery fire with no clear tasks, he said. We have no morale, just fear and constant stress, the draftee recalled. This isn't our war. We're just trying to survive. So again, it's this view of the Russian soldiers don't want to be fighting the special operation that they find it senseless because again, this is what the propaganda machine wants you to believe. And finally, Putin's war rhetoric rallies Russian border towns, but nerves fray. Putin's Russian, that's a tongue twister. Russians, wait a minute. Putin's war rhetoric rallies Russian border towns. Okay. That is a tongue twister if I've ever repeated a tongue twister. But just calling it Putin's rhetoric is derogatory. So basically, Evan is not your run-of-the-mill journalist. He is a propagandist. He is towing the U.S. propaganda line. And now he's going to go to Russia because he wants the voice of the Russian people heard. The voice that he's looking for is the voice that has already been repeated to you. And he's looking to reinforce that. So he's probably going to go to areas where he can find draft dodgers or people who are voicing and are disgruntled instead of really going throughout the Russian population. Evan lived in Russia for six years and he was a reporter basically covering Russia. But I want to talk to you a little bit about worldview. When somebody has a worldview, it's very hard to change that worldview. And that's why you see biased journalism. That's why it's very, very hard to get journalism that just states the facts. There is a war in, names the place of the war. There are food shortages. Those are facts. And what happens is opinion gets in with the facts and opinion is based on worldview. So you think, well, journalists are supposed to be objective. Yes, they are. But that's very, very difficult when some sort of an opinion needs to be put in there. Like you can't just say there are six oranges in this box. The box is blue. I mean, that would bore people. So there has to be something written. And that's usually where the worldview comes in. Now, I want to just tell you something interesting about worldview. I sat in with a group of hedge fund managers and these men hailed from some very prestigious banks and they were representing working with various funds and making lots of money. They were hedge fund superstars and each one had a different worldview. And even if you take a certain, whether it's the United States or you take Europe or the emerging markets or where to invest, each one had even a differing take in certain areas. And I couldn't help as I listened, 
especially as I was listening about Europe, because that's my, I do a lot of reporting on Europe. I couldn't help but be impressed with the fact that their worldview even dominated their views before they even invest. So you see this with journalism. So here, my view is this. If I'm gonna go to Russia, which I have on the to-do list, I'm not gonna get arrested because I'm not gonna be towing this kind of nonsense, this propaganda. But what I am gonna do is want to give the opposing side because there is so much in the Western media about everybody who hates Russia. I'm gonna want you to hear from the people who love Russia, people who don't like what the West is doing. Why? Because I think that voice needs to be heard. And that voice is the voice that I have encountered in Russia. So I'm gonna to wanna to present that story because you can get the US Western media story, every article is the same. And if it's not about that, and they're using the same four or five terms, it's also about Vladimir Putin is sick, Vladimir Putin is dying, who wants to now take over, uh, assassinate Putin. It's all the same garbage. And what it's to do is to reinforce to the American people the justification of the proxy war because there is so much money going into it that's further racking up our deficit and costing the American people a tax in inflation. So back to Evan. Evan is a dingbat. Evan needs his head examined because if you're gonna tow a propaganda line like he tows, you don't step foot in that country during a time of a war. And this is a time of a war because it's a proxy war that has been unleashed onto Russia. You don't go to the country or you end up in the pokey. Now that he's in the pokey, everybody's writing about how terrible this is. And it is terrible for a journalist to end up in the pokey, but it's his own stupidity. And the last place he should have gone, knowing supposedly he knew Russia, I've not been there. And I know that there is a protectiveness because of the angst that they must feel having the entire West not only trying to crush their economy, but also to help Ukraine so Ukraine can have missiles facing its country and also having the West trying to cancel the Russians out as a people, which is a form of genocide. So you can call me a Russian propagandist. I am objective. I am giving you the other side because there's two sides to a story and the U.S. media is just the same nonsense. And personally, I feel bad, Evan, that you're in jail, but Evan, you're an idiot, a moron. What were you thinking when you take an antagonistic view against a country that is already facing so much that's unjust, by the way, unjust, because what it just wanted was to be heard. 
And finally, it needed to take action because the issue was so paramount because Ukraine is on Russia's doorstep. And the idea of missiles facing, and it even went beyond that. There were many things happening in the Donbass, many things happening to Russians in the Donbass. Russia is a very protective country over its cubs. The Russian bear is protective over its cubs. You don't mess with the cubs of the Russian bear. But not only that, there is also the Nazi element. The Nazi element that the Western media tries to squash is also there. So the long and short of it is, heart goes out to you, Evan. I know, and that's another thing. Our president is gonna try to negotiate after our president is sending billions of dollars of weapons in this proxy war and then trying to negotiate. It's geostrategic on the part of Russia to arrest Evan. Get a point across to the US. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. The US is doing a lot of unjust actions in this war. So if it feels that Russia's arrest of Evan is unjust, we have a lot of things that we're doing that are not right. But basically what Russia's doing is making a statement. And also the statement is that it's not going to have a Western journalist come in with Western propaganda, which it would view as an infection to its people any more than the United States is gonna want some kind of infection. Although actually we let a lot of infectious speech in our country and some that's lunatic fringe. And then we take a stand against the lunatic fringe and against that speech. But if Russia does it, which it's doing with the propaganda speech on the part of this journalist, it's unjust. When the United States does it, it's law. So I think it's time to understand the Russian mindset. I'm relaying that here. Evan, you had to have a hole in your head. I don't know what you were thinking. The last place you should have gone is Russia. Now, having said that, I will have no problem visiting that wonderful country and would love to and have it on my list. And I won't be arrested because I'm gonna be giving you a different story. So anyway, that's it for today's show. And be sure to subscribe to our channel, check out our store and stay tuned for more from The Twist. time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.